Hello and welcome to Say It Like It Is with Seb and Soph. Welcome back, guys. We absolutely loved everyone's feedback on the first episode. Seriously cannot believe how many people liked it. I know. It's like so exciting. It made me so happy. I've never been yeah. that excited like, we, we gotta look. like I have, but that was like really just like the heartwarming feeling that you get like the little butterflies yeah definitely we got a lot of good feedback from the first episode and i'm so just, grateful for everyone who listened yeah it was really like i don't know it was really motivating to like just keep providing good content and i mean we love doing this so it's exciting that we get to do this and and people are actually listening and want to listen. We got a lot more. I think we got a lot more like listens than we thought we would for our first episode. Yeah, I thought that it would literally be like ten people. Yeah, but it was like I didn't even know it was like two hundred. So thanks, guys, out there. It was there. pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, we wanted to talk about a few kind of more serious topics today. We wanted to talk about the U.S. election, um, the daily cases of zero mm. cases and zero deaths that we're experiencing in Victoria, which is. So really exciting. good yeah um and we also wanted to talk about like social anxiety dealing with change coming out of lockdown mm. and how mm. a lot of people are actually struggling more than they were before because they're so kind of in the deep end with this coming out of lockdown mm. yeah and i think the, obviously you can see in the title of the episode um that this is really just we're talking about all the big things that have happened this week. And I think this week has been weirdly, like, full of a lot of big events. Like full you said, on. it's full on. Like, the US election. I think this week is such a big key decider. Oh I just heard, well, that was my I don't know if you, guys, if you guys heard Sophie's neck crack. I but that was an addiction like to crazy. Ne- cracking my neck and, like, my fingers. Yeah, I cracked my, my neck a lot. Mm. Anyway. My neck. My, my back. Crack yeah. my toes and my... my- I don't know. We're not going to. Yeah, gross. (laughs) Um, Um, So should we start with something a little bit more more lighthearted? We just wanted to start with like a fun story as we normally do. And, you know. Today's theme, driving fails. Driving fails. That's our theme of the week. Yeah. Well, yeah. Theme for the stories. Do you want to go first? Okay. Um, Sure. Should I go first? Yeah, you go go first. first. Well, well, y'all get excited. Strap yourselves in. Definitely strap, put on your seatbelt. Put on your seatbelt because this is a, bit a wild fucked. one. Um, anyway, so basically, people probably have way worse, you know, driving fails than this. But this basically your story just, is valid. Seb. My story is valid, and this could have been really scary. Well, no, it was scary, but it could have been really dangerous. That's the thing about driving; like, you know, nothing might come out of it, but in the moment, it felt like a really big deal, and that's. Yeah. Like, serious. It gives you, like, heart attack. Like, you can literally die. Literally. And so... Not figuratively, like, literally. <laughs> um, so, basically what happened was... So, Amelia, my older sister... Were you on your L's? You still are Yeah, I'm still on my L's for Little all you wanted to know out there. Um, yes, I am 19 and still He's looking my for a sugar tennis. daddy who can drive him around. That's exactly right. So, send your resumes to say it like it is podcast. Thank you. Um, so... Amelia, my older sister, she wanted to basically reverse her car out of the driveway um, because she was, I think she was going to her boyfriend's house or something, but her car was first in the driveway and my parents' car was behind it. And your street is very narrow. Narrow, yeah. So she asked if I could reverse the car 
I could reverse mum and dad's car so she could just quickly get out and then leave. And then I can go back into the driveway, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, so I go out <clears throat> and I get in the car and I'm going to reverse it. So I am I'm reversing and I reverse back into the driveway behind me. So, you know, like the, the neighbors, like across the road from me, opposite my house. To turn around. Yep, to turn around. So I reverse into their driveway. Turn around, bright no. I reverse into their driveway. That's kind of good. And their car's behind me. But I stop, obviously I stop, and Amelia now has enough room to get out. So she yep. starts reversing her car. Mm-hmm. She reverses her car and she leaves. So I'm still in their driveway. And so now I just have to go forward. But because Amelia took ages... She waited. She took, like, two minutes. And so I was just sitting there, like, you know, like, reeling my toes, like, waiting to go. And so I waited there for a while. And I kind of forgot that I was in reverse still. And (laughs) I, you know, like, I I was going to, you know, accelerate to go forward. And I push on the pedal and I'm in reverse and I slam, I start going backwards really fast. Yeah, because you like fully accelerated. I fully accelerated because I was expecting to go fur- like forward. And so I accelerate backwards. Yeah. And I'm going back and I'm literally, I think I get about within, a, within an inch or two inches of the Mercedes behind me. It's always it's always an expensive car. It's always car. a fucking Mercedes. It's and always it like an expensive car Mercedes. right there, like a Porsche. It was like a 1970s Mercedes good. as well. It wasn't even like a like it was a cute 1970s Mercedes. You're always uh, going to like, if you're going to have an accident as an L-plater, it's always going to be into like the nicest car possible. Literally. And so I was reversing hard backwards and then literally I slam my foot on the brake and I come within two inches of that fucking car. Yeah. And I literally just had to turn the car off for a second. I didn't even go back into my driveway. I just turned the car for a second and I sat there for like a minute and just calmed myself down because I was literally, I was so scared. No, I didn't cry, but I was like, I fully was having heart palpitations. (laughs) Yeah. You could feel your arteries closing up. But then I I just, I I went back into the driveway and I was like, holy shit. Like that was God. Like I was lucky. Sometimes you have driving moments where you're like, holy shit. Like, you need to be more careful. Like, you think in your brain, you're like, why did you do that? Like, you'll make a right turn and it was way too risky. And you're like, why did I do that? Like, I had time to wait. Like, you know, there's like no point rushing. Mm. Is that the end of the story? That is the end of the story. So lessons, everyone remember to make sure you focus. And And look down at the little letter. Which gear you're in. Do not be in fucking reverse when you need to go forward. Okay, well, my story is actually a little bit similar to yours. Oh, God. In terms of gears. So, basically, I was on my L's. Took me a while to get my L's. Like, you know, not a while as in the test and stuff, but, like, a while to, like, get my license. Um, My learner's permit, sorry. Um, And, basically, my mum was my key kind of, like, mentor with driving. Mm. And she was quite anxious about me driving just because, like, I made a few like silly mistakes early on and she was just she just had it in her head that I was not the most cautious driver. Yeah. (laughs) No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was just a little bit like too confident when I like just didn't have the skills yet. Yeah. Anyway, basically it took mum ages to give me permission to drive on the freeway with her because, you know, going on the freeway is a big deal. Um as a learner. Yeah, it's like and another thing. It's like another step it's up. It's a whole nother thing. It's like I'd uh, never gone yeah, that I fast. I remember going on the freeway yeah. for the first time and I was Changing like so lanes scared. is oh, like shit. so yeah. scary. 
Anyway, basically, finally convinced her that I was ready to go on the freeway. And we were driving in my mom's car. Um, and basically, before then, I'd been practicing in my brother's car, which was a Mazda. So Mazda's a Japanese car. And um, Mazda's have all of the gears on the the what's it called like on your left where your hand is like near the radio and stuff yeah like the middle the middle of the car yeah a master's got all that on the left and then the indicators on the right (laughs) but i was driving in a mercedes which had all of the indicator on the left no and the gears why on i don't know it's just how they're built the gears were on the right where the blinker was that's so strange so for some reason i've seen that yeah it's really strange like the putting into drive or reverse is all on the right like where the blinker was that yeah the indicator so basically i was driving on the freeway you know i was doing pretty well but like low-key scared i put my indicator on to go right to change the right lane but it wasn't the indicator it was the gear oh shit i changed the car into neutral without knowing because i pushed down on it changed the car into neutral i was moving via inertia i was not i was not accelerating so uh, there was a truck behind me i was i was pushing down on the accelerator like go 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 trying to increase my speed to 80 it was going down it was going down to like, 70, to 60. And I was like, mum, why is this not working? And I, for a second in my brain, I was like, am I pressing on the brakes? Like, am I, have I mixed up? Because that's something I did once when I was learning. <laughs> and I was like, have I mixed up these two pedals? Like, what is going on? And mum, and I just like tried to explain to mum, like, it's not going, it's not going, it's not going. Like, what is happening? And she just like calmly looked over and she was like, you're in neutral. We're going to put you in drive. She changed it, put me in drive. And there was like, because trucks move when they're, they take longer to stop because they're heavier. Yeah, so you're like, shit, they're so going to kill me. So if we had slowed down anymore, we could have died. Literally. Via the truck behind me. It was so scary. And the world would have been a better place. Low-key, mum and I just like sat in <laughs> silence. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we sat in silence because we were just like so in shock. My heart rate has... I've never been that scared. Mm. And she was like, this is why I didn't let you drive on the freeway for so long. And I low-key was like traumatized from that moment on. Anyway, it makes for a good story. Definitely does. I survived it. So, that... Did that make sense, though? Because I'd been driving in my brother's Mazda, which had the indicator on the right, so I was used to indicating yeah, on the no, right. Yeah, no, 100% makes sense. Yeah. But that's so interesting. It's so fun. I think we might actually, once we release this episode, um, we might put a little story on our on our Instagram and ask about if anyone has any crazy driving stories Definitely. that they want to share, and we can share them in our Any next road podcast. rage... People. Yeah, we can put them on a story. You can share them anonymously or you could share them as yourself um, and see if you guys have any crazy driving stories. Um, I know that, like, my friend Ella was telling me the other day, like, she's experienced someone else having road rage and, like, getting out of the car and coming over to the car oh, while she was yeah, in the car with her mom so and they, like, locked crazy. the car. And this guy came over and was, like, fully, like, having a go at them because they'd beeped him or something. Like, people are insane. Yeah, people like, can be get insane. over yourself. Yeah. Anyway, should we talk about the US election? I think we should, just because... I think you should introduce it, because I'm not the most political Yeah, person. I mean, I, I think we're going to take an approach of just sort of making it really easy to understand. Yeah, I definitely that. Because we're definitely that. not, like, a politics sort of podcast, but we just like to talk about everything up to date. Did you take global right politics in year 12? 
I didn't do global politics, no, but I did. Um, I've done that as part of uni. This oh, cool. Year. Okay, yeah, so you're way more educated than me. But we're just kind of making it more relatable, more interesting, because that's what our podcast is about. We're not trying to go to, you know. I've been enjoying the memes. Did you see the Biden meme? Yeah, Biden. Like, Biden. Biden, because Trump. <laughs> isn't that crazy? Trump um, put a tweet out for everyone who hasn't seen it, put a tweet out saying if. Joe Biden wins the election that we'll never hear from Trump again because and he's he going like, to leave the country. Biden. And everyone's like, thank fuck, like, leave. And then and then um, Biden responded to the tweet with bye, B-I, and then den. Do you reckon, like, what kind of fake tan does Trump use? It wouldn't be Bondi. It's too orange. No, it's too orange. Bondi's, like, nice Good, color. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder where he got his hair transplant. <laughs> yeah. Are you interested? Do you want to grow out your hair? You you actually do want to grow out your hair? Yeah, I hope everyone remembers my long hair, my long golden locks. No and then one I remembers that. I shaved it off that. like Britney. I shaved it off like, like Britney. 2007 Britney breakdown. Yeah, I had my two thousand seven Britney for breakdown. Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney. Seriously, we're not talking about Britney right now. Anyways, Britney bitch. She's a whole topic. She's going to be a whole episode. Agreed. So, Basically, if everyone's been following along, I'm sure you don't have to be following along. It's just all over the fucking news. But the U.S. election has been happening over the last few days. It's still going on. It's been taking a lot longer than the 2016 election. Um, that was over a day. That was fully basically, you know, Trump had won. It was very clear he had won quite early on. Um, this is a lot more nail-biting and a lot closer than the 2016 election. I have some live statistics. Yeah, so we want to hear those statistics now about where the election's at Biden, right now. Biden leads Trump 50.7% to 47.9%. Of the popular vote? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Trump has narrowed the margin over the past day with mail-in ballots strongly prefer- preferencing the president. So you mail-in know how they're cu- currently counting up preferencing Biden. I think apparently they're oh that's preferencing Ari- Trump. Is that Arizona? Yeah, that's for Arizona. Oh, that's for Arizona. In general, so what what's been happening is over the last few days, if everyone's been seeing states. that. Um, a lot of the Democratic supporters have been mailing in their ballots. So, and a lot of the Trump supporters have been For COVID the ones. Safety. Yeah, and a lot of the Trump supporters are the ones who have been lining up, who have been lining up on the day. So basically, um, Trump has come out and he doesn't want them to continue counting the mail-in ballots because he knows that all those mail-in ballots are in favour of Joe Biden. And he's trying to be, like, progressive. I mean, not progressive. He's trying to, like, stop. The, ele- the, the counting. Yeah, the counting. the counting. Because what's happened is a lot of the states have swung in Trump's favour, but that's just because they've been counting the, you know, the, the, the line-up votes Isn't first. it funny how mm. all of the Trump supporters are the ones that, like, will go in person, even in COVID, don't yeah. want to wear their mask, it's, don't yeah. are happy to have a big rally. Yeah. And then all the Biden supporters are, like, sitting at home very, very, like, what's the word? Sensibly. Yeah. Posting in their little vote and, like, staying safe at home and we don't want to really take a side because we're not trying to be like really 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 like oh like i don't that. know enough but, about but it also, to take a side, but, but also i'm pretty happy to take a side i think means that we both agree i think, I think gen a lot z of, for I, biden and i think a lot of the people who listen to this podcast would agree biden is definitely the the uh better option of the two um it's also so, hard because we're not taxpayers in america so like mm. all of that kind of like economic side i don't think i understand well enough to neither I because don't. that's a big kind mm. of 
thing in terms of like taxes and stuff. That's why a lot of a people support Trump. 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 Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think, but just going off his past statements and his past beliefs, I think, I think it's pretty clear that the better option of the two is Biden. Just for you know, um, at least for our generation, for our generation, and 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 out, let's be honest, our generation is the future. Like that is what the future is. So I think. I think we really need to be picking the the more progressive option. I don't think we can be, you know, <laughs> going with someone who believes that it's the right thing to do to ban Muslims think, for a day. I think there's also like a big difference between this year and 2016 because we've all grown up. Like we're of age now, so like all of the kind of teenagers of 2016 have grown into adulthood now and can vote like Mm. they're of age to vote Mm. so i think that's the big difference in terms of like Mm. the support for biden for gen z and i think also people have taken it a lot more seriously this election like i think in 2016 a a big one of the big things that people were saying was that everyone just expected hillary to win so a lot of people just said oh she'll win it doesn't matter i don't don't have to vote vote." yeah because it's not compulsory to vote in America. Yeah. So they're going, oh, Hillary will win. It's fine. Definitely. Like, this like, guy, this idiot, Trump this idiot's is never going to get in. Gonna win. Yeah. And then he won. And I think actually people realize shit. He like, actually has a lot more power than we gave him credit for. We need to be voting like our lives depend on it for Biden to make sure he does not win. Like I know there was all those rumors about Trump rigging his own election, which I think definitely happened. But still, I think if you have a bigger voter turnout, there's less likelihood of that happening. Definitely. If we've got a huge voter turnout for Biden, then there's less likelihood of it being rigged in Trump's favor. So I think there definitely has been there's been a really big voter turnout this year, which it's is insane good. though, like how serious obviously politics is serious here too, but like in America, oh yeah, the side that you're on can like impact your relationships, your like your social standing. And everyone really everyone really promotes which side they're on. Over there, do you know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't tell. Well, you know the old saying, like "Don't talk about sex, politics, or religion." Like, uh, like in a, America, party, you cannot. Yeah. You cannot bring up politics on the street, or you'll start like a literal fight. Literally, and people like promote all over their Instagram, like though which side, like around election time, which side they go for. If you think about it, no one fucking promotes. Like no Remember one Kim literally promotes. Her, did you see her shirt? She like was wearing a red shirt when she with the sticker. Mm. I voted. And then she posted it again in black and white, and everyone was like, hmm. That's so strange. Why did you do that? Mm. Sorry, I interrupted you. Mm. Keep going, keep going. I feel like. I About feel like. Australia. Yeah, I was just saying, no as in, one, like, no one really, really promotes, like, I voted for Scott Morrison, or I voted ew, for, no, like, no one you know what I mean? does that. But, yeah. like, but in America, it's like, oh, shit, who are you going to vote for, like, to save our country? But, I mean, mm. it's, like, very. But and I guess it's. It's also it, so black and white, like, mm. red and blue. Like, it's so. Mm. Mm. obvious where you stand it is it is it really is i think um but but in regards to the actual stats there's only four states left there's pennsylvania nevada um, north carolina georgia and and then arizona Arizona, nevada georgia north carolina and and arizona has already been counted and biden has already won it but trump is challenging it as we all knew he would so trump is challenging it and he wants them to recount it because he's saying that it's um a fraud and that and that there's all risky stuff going on here but you know he's going to say that either way. He's, ta- he's saying that he's going to take it to the. So su- sad. He's saying he's, he's such ta- a sore loser. Yeah, and he's saying he's going to take it to the Supreme Court if he loses. Um, 
So it's serious. I mean, it's very serious. We just, you know, um, Biden is on 264 right now, and he just needs six more electoral votes to get to 270. So we just need him to win Nevada, and we're good. But Mm. let's hope he does it. Let's hope he does it because it really will impact the rest of the world who wins this election, which is scary, which is scary. By one per one of these men winning, it's going to be a very well, America different. America is just be a very so influential in the Western world. Like, well, it's just going to be. It's kind of scary to think it's going to be a very different world over the next four years, depending whether depending on whether Biden or Trump wins. I think that's what I like about Australian politics. We're so much more like neutral. Like, it it doesn't make a massive difference mm. as much. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. All right, should we move on to? Um, celebrating the daily zero cases Mm -hmm. for the past week but how crazy though just saying that by the next podcast we'll know who won true by the next podcast we can talk about who won and what's gonna happen oh my god scary that's scary um but yeah if anyone has any thoughts on on that you can send us a message but let's move on now like to what you just said about the covid situation in victoria Zero cases. Zero cases. So how many days have we had zero cases for now? The past week. Every day the Seven past days, week. I think, or five. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, I think Just it's good. like that. It's at least five out of seven days we've had zero cases. So that's yeah. insane. We've actually got a less, um, uh, a smaller average case number than New South Wales, which is insane. Um, with New South Wales getting seven the other day. So we haven't seen numbers as high in seven in a few weeks. So, so good. That's pretty amazing. Um, But I guess something that we wanted to discuss was as we're all coming out of lockdown and now we're allowed people over and now we're able to go to a bar to eat out, I think we wanted to talk about, you know, what that means for everyone's anxiety and social anxiety after spending essentially six months in hard lockdown. I think, you know, there's been a big mood of – a lot of people having anxiety and a lot of people getting nervous about being in big groups again, not because of COVID, but more because of how they're going to interact with people. Like they haven't seen these people for so long. So, yeah. Well, my friend Phoebe sent me a really like nice, thoughtful post. Mm-hmm. She forwarded me a post. Cause I told her like, I'm feeling like weirdly more anxious now that restrictions are opening than I did before. And I think it's because like I got so used to lockdown. I got so used to the routine of lockdown and I was kind of comfortable in it. Mm-hmm. And now everything's changing and I don't know if I'm ready for it. And she's forwarded me this um, kind of psychology account. And it said, many of us over an extended period of time have been forced to isolate, avoid social situations and learn there is a threat in social environments. Psychologically, this is exactly how social anxiety develops. So that's why this period has induced such social anxiety throughout Victoria. These next few months may be the most challenging for some people as we return to an environment that we now associate with anxiety. Mm. So, you know, social distancing. Why is that person not wearing a mask? Why is that person, um, that person just coughed on me? Um, 
all of those kind of thoughts and also just like socially i'm not used to big having groups. conversations i'm not used to yeah being in big groups going what out to do a I bar wear? like yeah am i overdressed am i underdressed all of those kind of thoughts are absolutely valid all those societal norms that we haven't experienced for so long like yeah since february yeah because we're so used to wearing like trackies and like <laughs> sitting at home sitting at home with, with our coffee. family yeah yeah so it's absolutely so normal and so valid if I that's how you're feeling. I think it's so vital that we all support each other right now. Like, I know we've been fucking told that so many times. So, you know, like, don't worry. But yeah. I'm saying as in I think it's so important that we really that we really sort of just make sure we we're respecting each other and we yeah. make sure we're kind of – I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but, like, I'm not trying to be, like, ask how each other, just you know, Just take are, it easy. But like, just take it easy. Yeah. Don't feel the rush to have to rush out to a bar. Yeah. Have to run into a big group of 10. Don't feel like you have to do that. Just no. because you're allowed, don't feel like you have to. You can ease yourself into it. You can it. ease yourself. Yeah. Because people all dealt with this lockdown differently and everyone's going to deal with the easing of restrictions differently as Some well. Some people loved lockdown. Like, believe it I or not, hated it. I personally <laughs> hated it, but some people really valued the me time that they got. They valued, like, mm. being on their own, enjoying their own company, all of those kind of, like, homely, um, introverted kind of traits. Mm. Some people actually thrive off and when that was taken when that's being changed now against and also so suddenly like he um he being daddy dan, dan andrews, andrews daddy andrews um he it felt kind of like all of the sudden that he was like yep we're all good zero cases let's open up and i was like i'm not all good like i'm not ready for that yet i thought we were gonna wait another week or like i thought you were gonna tell us like mm. you know like i kind of like secretly wanted to stay put for a little bit longer really? weirdly like i want to go out but i'm also experiencing these anxieties so it's like mm. i'd say i'm experiencing what do I want? a little bit of anxiety but i would say I'm, I'm i was ready to come out of lockdown i think though i think one of the weirdest things for me is staying up really late again like i was out the other night till three in the morning and that was so crazy like i was like what the fuck? I haven't been out till three in the morning, yeah. literally in seven months. Like I, it felt so weird. And I was like, holy shit, my body is not used to this. Like I've, I've been going to bed at like fucking 11 every night. That's still late. I go to bed at like 9.30. Not joking. She's not joking. I go to bed at like 10 at the latest. That's because I have to wake up early. Yeah, because you're, you're working. You're yeah, a working queen. I'm a working queen. Um... No, I love I love those like late nights. So I love that like feeling of like going to Macca's and getting like a late night snack, and then with all your friends like going a, home. A twenty four pack of nuggets. Little late little late night snack of like a big f- ham family meal. Ham. A ham. Fa- what's a ham family meal? <laughs> anyway, mm, child. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess to finish anyway. that to round that topic off, we just want you know want to make sure that. Our DMs are always open for anyone who's feeling social anxiety. Definitely, you know, Sophie and I are feeling it too in some, you know, in some capacity. Capacity. I'm not feeling it too much, but there's definitely been situations where I've been like, shit, I just want to stay home, you know? Um, yeah. So we do get it. We do understand it. So if you want to share your experience and we can share it on the podcast, that is always welcome as well. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to have a tea break, mm-hmm. aka lunch break, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come back with a funny little topic about thirst trapping yeah we want to talk about um, something more like hard to round the episode off and we just want to talk about you know 
that feeling of wanting to get someone's attention, you know, through a little bit of an Instagram post. Yeah, because I feel like in our age, in today's age, in our generation, it's such a big thing to be trying to get someone's attention or... You know, even if it's subconscious, you even know? it's subconscious, and, you, and you're just like, "Fuck, that's a hot photo," but I'm gonna post it now so they he see it. Knows. He He's knows. He knows. She knows. They all know. Anyway, we'll get back to you after our lunch break. Bye. Ciao. We're back from eating our. We had some hour. What the? Why do I talk like that? We're we back. back. We had some Thai, Thai food. food. Are you trying to copy what I'm saying? You You are are so annoying. annoying. Oh, Seb Seb sucks. sucks. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that just happened. That was Um, weird. Enjoy that. I felt like we were like hypnotized. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're going to be talking about thirst traps. Thirst traps via... Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a type of social media post that is intended to entice viewers sexually. It refers to a, u- a user's thirst, a colloquialism that likens sexual frustration to dehydration, implying desperation. Oh, God. Originating in around the early 2010s, the meanings has changed over, na- over time. Mm-hmm. Basically, we want to talk about thirst traps because being online, you know, being in lockdown, there's a kind of tendency get off your phone set i was looking up thirst traps i was looking at more definitions he's such a like he's he, <laughs> anyway say it say it, just my say face. it like it is um oh yeah that's what no, we do here mm-hmm. just sometimes he gets daydreamy and i don't know if he's listening to me or not i I'm always listen to you sophie you're always listening and then you're you actually were listening the whole time because i like without a quote you, you whip said. out like later and i'll be like oh you were listening <laughs> yeah anyway have you ever posted a thirst trap, Seb? I, I think I have. I mean, I think I, I do it subconsciously sometimes, but also I I just do it because I know I'm doing it. Like, I post, like I'll post a hot photo because I think I look good and I just want to post it because I feel good about the photo. But then a lot of the time there might also be maybe someone I'm trying to get the attention of. I feel like we're all guilty of that and we're just being honest here. But like, Definitely. all you listeners out there, don't be bitches. Don't pretend you don't do it because we all know you do. Um... And that's fine. Like, it's fine to do that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, I think it's just the age we're living in. I just in. searched it up on Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay, give it, give it to us. Give it to us. One of the examples is, hey, guys, are these shorts too tight? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the caption. And then it's like, screw off with your thirst trap. What the fuck? It's like when you say, like, draws attention to a body part does like my bum look okay in this it's like obviously Mm -hmm. you're gonna look at the bum you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's funny yeah but what i was saying was i think we're all guilty of it and it's not like a bad thing like it it's a mix i think thirst trapping is a mix of feeling good about yourself feeling confident but also then being like look i want someone specific or maybe a couple people to see this or and it can be used in a bit of a fuck you or it could be used in like a I want you. I feel like it's a yeah. very post-breakup thing to do as well. It can be a post-breakup and it also, yeah. I don't know. There's multiple ways it can be used. Yeah. When have you, have you done a thirst trap before and like in what situation? Obviously, we don't have to use names, like, but what situation? Not really like super explicit because I just generally don't really post that kind of photo. Mm. Nothing against it. I just like don't feel like. I'm not going out and posting that. like yeah. fuck, naked pictures, no, but no, I'm no. like. <laughs> 
But I do actually think like, you know, I reckon I've probably posted like a DP or something like. And you're like, oh, and I'm I like, look a bit sexy I hope, there. And then yeah. you see the person liked it that you were trying to get their attention. And you're like, mission accomplished. Like <laughs> they've seen it. <laughs> I don't know if I but, get that far into it, but I definitely go like, because no, I don't think. I've, oh, but when they're liking, you're like, oh, they've seen it. Cool. That's good. Yeah, I guess. Thirst yeah. trap acquired. Yeah. Yeah. Thirst trap successful. And then they send you a message. You're like, wow. That gold star fuck no oh no no it's the funniest thing it's like where where <laughs> you haven't spoken to someone in ages like you used yes. to speak to a guy or you speak to a girl and you haven't spoken to them in ages and then you post a hot photo and then suddenly they're in your dms again and suddenly and like, they remember you it's yeah like, and you're like what mm, you're like why are you like talking to me definition of thirst trap. but also i don't like it when that happens do you know me what i mean too, because then you f- it's because too much i like it when you, i like it when you might post a hot photo you feel good about yourself and the person you're into at the moment texts you or yeah. likes it or you're like oh okay great or like mentions it like mentions you look really it yeah you look really nice that. yeah you look really cute in this right i like that yes yeah, but what i don't like is when you you might post a thirst trap photo and then you get and a some message from someone ghost. who like ghosted you ages yeah. ago, or someone who who you know they didn't have time for you back you know six months ago but now that you posted a shirtless pic it's they're like annoying. shit hey how are you and yeah. it's like no gross it's like it's, no it's kind of scummy it's nicer when the person was already talking to you and then they just put a compliment like oh and you look really a nice cute in this little, picture yeah, yeah looks really a nice cute in this little picture. reminder of how cute you are not when they're only doing it because they think you look good in that shirtless picture you know what i mean definitely so a, i mean no no shame to the people who do it for that as well like yeah. that's fine yeah but i'm just saying something that turns me off is when someone will only message me who purely hasn't who i haven't, who I haven't spoken to in like a year and it's yeah, purely no, on a visual basis sucks. yeah that's shit. It's low key, like makes you feel worse. But it's kind of funny because it's like you really see the true colors in someone if that's definitely something they did and how much what they value in like a person yeah. and stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's really interesting. It is interesting. I think we're gonna put definitely put something on our story about thirst trapping and like what do you reckon was like about. the origin of thirst trapping? I think the origin of thirst tra- like how did it, like, like how yeah. did it start? I mean, like obviously the, the like the definition was saying it was started with social media, but I feel like. Maybe before that, thirst trapping. And I still think today, thirst trapping is very much as well, like, what you wear to a party. Kind oh, of. yeah. It can be, that's like, another version. in-person thirst that's trapping. Another, that's another version. Like, how good you look on a You'll night out You'll dress up specifically stuff. for someone. Definitely. Or you might, yeah. Yeah. Or you, like, might wear something that you know that they like. Oh. Yeah. That's an interesting one. Have you done that before? Maybe. Come on. Explain <laughs> it. Explain it. Uh. No. Um... No, but just like I don't know, like if Tom but compliments bands, me on a certain you'll be like outfit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear that today. I'm gonna wear that the next day. Now I'm gonna wear that every day. <laughs> it's the same job every day. I never changed. Now after you told me that. Now, but um, I don't know. It's just nice when you receive a compliment on a certain outfit when it you is put really in nice. when you put in effort. I I'd, I'd say it's nice when you receive that compliment from someone who you talk too often or you or you're you know you like or yeah, or a friend you genuinely care about friend, their opinion or, yeah and you're actually like oh they actually they're actually saying that because they think i look good but they also like my personality i hate it when it's just some random horror who texts you and they're Definitely. like they're literally just texting you because they think you look good yeah, that's it absolutely yeah. and it can be nice flattering in the moment but then you think about it like a couple a hours gross. later and you're like Mm, like yeah did i want that attention yeah sometimes when you make your thirst trap too like broad you attract too too, too thirsty too, thir- too thirsty <laughs> when you make it, too much 
When you make your thirst trap too... They are dehydrated. <laughs> they are dehydrated. Too fucking like, thirsty. I just want it to be a little bit thirsty, not too dehydrated. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of which, I'm going to press a thirsty for it. No, I'm not. Hmm. <laughs> I don't have any shit. ISO's done bad things to me. ISO? Yeah, I don't have thirsty pics. No. Sophie's nodding her head saying you do. You do. <laughs> because you know what I'm talking about. You know, <laughs> you know, he we're knows not, what not, I'm talking, we're not talking about. about that on, on today's Anyhow, episode, Sophie. That's yeah. about it for today, I think. Yeah, we covered off in the US election, COVID in Victoria, and a little fun topic at the end of thirst trapping. Bit of a driving fail, some social anxiety, which is totally normal. Your yes, feelings are valid. very normal. But, um,. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. It was just a very chill episode this time. Just, you know, just a bit of light conversation about some some really interesting topics. We're going to have a guest next week, so we get are. excited. Mm-hmm. Have a little drink. Yeah, I guessed um, next week, which will be really, really exciting. And it's going to be a really interesting episode. So we really want you to tune in for that one. We'll be announcing it on our Instagram in a about few days. our guest. Mm-hmm. In a few days, who it so is. Stay tuned. And we'd also love you to maybe even ask questions on our story about what you might want to know from that guest and what you might want to hear from them specifically um, so we can ask those questions at the end of the podcast. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please tell your friends about it. That's kind of one of the most important ways that we're going to grow as a podcast mm, is and share word it, of mouth. Share it on your Instas, wherever you want. Just get it out there. Yeah, definitely. So we can keep bringing you amazing content. Don't forget to say it like it is. Bitch. <laughs>